your host, Jennifer Bogard. I'm a life coach and a fellow traveler on this path that we call life. I created this podcast because I've noticed how many of us are sleepwalking on the journey, stressed out, numb, and distracted on autopilot, rinse and repeat. We are meant for more. If you sense that life is supposed to be more than the one you are living today, and you are desperate for a change, but you're not sure how to do it, then stay put because you are in the right place. Every week, I will provide you with a bite-sized nugget that will help you to wake up to the life that is calling you. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to episode 21 of Wake Up Your Life is Calling. Before we dive in today, I want to let you know that I have one one on one coaching spot available next month in March. And if that is something that you have considered, then let's chat and see if it might be a good fit. You can find me at jenbogard.com and we can schedule a time to connect. All right, today we are talking about waiting. I remember when my kids were little, they used to watch a show called Daniel Tiger. I don't know if you know this show or not. I don't even know if it's still playing, but it was kind of a modern day spinoff of Mr. Rogers. And in one show, Daniel, the tiger said, waiting is hard in his cute little kid voice. And Every time I find myself consciously waiting, that line pops into my head. Waiting is hard. And that's the truth, isn't it? Waiting is hard. Waiting is so hard because of, well, there's lots of reasons, but I think two of the primary reasons that waiting is so hard is because of the uncertainty that is associated with it and the powerlessness of it. We often do not know how long our waiting will last, do we? And typically, we have no control over the outcome. Last October, on the last morning of our beach vacation, I went down to the beach to see the sunrise. And the sunrise was supposed to happen at 6.52, and I got down there at 6.35, The sky was already lit up with a beautiful pink glow. And I just stood there basking in the beauty of it. And of course, I documented it with lots of pictures. And by about 650, it honestly didn't look much different than it did when I had gotten down there. And I was getting tired of waiting. I thought about leaving because what I had already seen seemed like it was good enough. And honestly, I had things to do and I was ready to get on with my day. But I looked up and there was not a cloud in the sky. So I just knew that the sunrise that morning was going to be brilliant. Maybe I could hold on for just a few more minutes. I stood there, I took a few deep breaths And I noticed how much effort it took for me to just wait. 
Then finally, a few seconds into 652, the sun peeked out from the horizon and I got to watch it emerge into full glory. And let me tell you, it was definitely worth the wait. In a world full of immediate gratification, we are not used to waiting. So our patience for it is dwindling. If we have to wait in line at the grocery store or any line at all, for that matter, we lose our minds, don't we? And most of the time, we all settle into scrolling our phone just to pass the time. We distract ourselves and we waste our own time so that we don't notice the time spent waiting. But we all know intuitively that there are times in life when waiting is required particularly if you are a believer and you are seeking God in the details of your life, then waiting on God is just part of the process. So what does it look like to wait well? Well, first, let me just say I am no expert in this at all, except for the fact that this is a question that I have contemplated a lot, because in many ways, I feel like I've been waiting for years. Psalm 37, four says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Well, I know in my bones that I want to be married again someday. This is a core desire of my heart, and I am clinging to this promise. I know that my future husband is out there living his life, and it's only a matter of time until our paths cross. And so I've been waiting. The root of waiting is the idea that we want something or sometimes someone to be different than it is. We're waiting for that something or someone to change. And that in and of itself is a painful reality. What I know for sure is that the first step towards peace is always acceptance. Can I accept reality as it is? Can I be happy even if the circumstance never changes? So for me, I have to ask myself, can I be happy if I'm single forever? Can I be happy if I never get married, if I never find love? Real talk, y'all, I have struggled with these questions. And when I ask them to myself, everything in me screams, no, I cannot be happy. And yet I know that my peace is found in acceptance. When I was a weight loss coach, I saw time after time that when people would approach weight loss from a place of self-loathing and hating their body, the process was much harder and longer and more painful. When we can't accept our current reality, it's usually because we believe that once we get quote unquote, there to, you know, our desired destination, the, the point of desired change, that it's going to be better than here where we are now. And the truth is it won't. Life 
is and will always be 50-50. It will always be a contrast of positive and negative emotions. Always. Welcome to the human experience. So for me, that means my life will not be better and I won't be happier once I'm married. My life will still be 50% positive and 50% negative, just like it is today. The negative part won't be my pursuit of love, but it will be something else because life is and will always be 50-50. And you've experienced this before too. Your job is making you miserable. So you find a new job. And when you do, you experience a burst of positive emotion. And that lasts temporarily. But at some point, that burst will wear off. And the 50% negative may not be your job anymore. But overall, you'll find that you're just as happy as you ever were. Or maybe it's your relationship that's making you miserable. So you break up or you get divorced and you realize that even though you don't have those same problems that are draining your energy anymore, you've just traded them for different problems outside of that relationship or possibly in a new relationship. And we hear about this for lottery winners. We imagine that lottery winners are wildly happy because they won the lottery for Pete's sake and all of their money woes are over. But studies show that there is no significant difference in the happiness levels of lottery winners versus non-lottery winners. And this is because Money solves some of the problems, yes, but it doesn't address the feelings that they have about other aspects of their life. Their life is still 50-50. So to wait well, the first thing that we can do is to take the pressure off and drop the idea that we cannot be happy until or unless our circumstances change. Our tendency is to distract ourselves while we wait. But what if you chose to lean into the hard feelings that waiting can evoke instead? Lean into the disappointment, the frustration, the discouragement, the restlessness. Allow those feelings to be there and process through them. Those feelings are feedback They are there to teach you something. What are they trying to teach you? If you simply distract yourself and you don't allow yourself to feel them, you'll never learn what they are there to teach you. And if you aren't sure what processing your feelings means, then refer back to episode two. It is a masterclass on feeling your feelings. And lastly, remember that what we focus on expands. If you spend all of your time lamenting about the pain of waiting, then that pain will expand. So continue to pursue things that fill your life. Not things that bring you temporary or false pleasure, but things that bring you joy and true fulfillment. 
Ask yourself, if I wasn't so focused on this thing that I'm waiting on, what would I be doing? What would I be spending my time on? What would I be thinking about? Then focus there. I do this all of the time when I find myself getting jacked up and restless and lonely and all of the things I will ask myself that question if I wasn't so worried about men and dating and getting married, what would I be doing with all of this mental energy? I'd be focused on my kids and on my business and on my health. These are the facets of my life, right? So I will redirect my energy to focus back into those areas. A couple of things that I want to highlight for believers. Waiting on the Lord is an act of courage and hope. Waiting on the Lord is not passive. It is actively seeking where and how the Lord is at work and trusting that he is always working on your behalf. Do not lose hope. It is operating in full belief that what you want will work out for you. It is working out in your favor. This is a promise that is outlined in Romans 8.28. It says, we know that God works for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So we can claim that promise. My coach reminded me of this one day when I was lamenting about the pain of waiting. And she said, what if you stopped thinking about your relationship status as a problem to be solved? What if you trusted that God has already taken care of it? It's like a package that you've ordered from Amazon. It is on the way. You don't have to worry and fret about it. You don't have to check the tracking number every five minutes. You just have to be open and ready to receive the answer that he provides. And I love that so much. I believe that God is still in the business of moving hearts and minds and circumstances for his pleasure and glory, and sometimes on our behalf. But what I know for sure is that the biggest miracle he will ever do is inside of me and inside of you. If you are like me and you are waiting on something that seems really big in your life, what if you just trusted that waiting is part of your journey right now and it'll last as long as it lasts and the trust and surrender as well as the hope and the courage that is being cultivated during this time and in this season is redeeming the time spent waiting so that it can never, ever be labeled as wasted. What if you fully believed that no matter the outcome, it will be for you? It is working in your favor. I love the quote by John Lennon that says, everything will be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not the end. Keep seeking, keep trusting, keep 
hoping and believing that whatever you're waiting for will be worth the wait. That is what I have for you this week, my friend. I will look forward to seeing you back here again very soon. Mm-hmm.